This is the I Am A Mainframer podcast, brought to you by the Linux Foundation's Open Mainframe Project. Episodes explore the careers of mainframe professionals and offer insights into the industry and technology. Now your host, Senior Analyst and Vice President of Sales and Business Development at Futurum Research, Stephen Dickens. Hello and welcome. My name's Stephen Dickens and I'm with you today on the I'm a Mainframer podcast. We've got a fantastic guest in store. Hello, Meryl. Welcome to the show. Hi, how are you, Steve? It's really nice to be with you in this in this TV series. Thank you. Oh, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm very good. Great to get you on the show. We've been talking over the last few months. I think the guests are going to be the listeners are going to be really interested to to hear about you as a guest on the show. Understand a little bit about your background. You've got a fantastic sort of story, I think, to tell. So, without more of ado. Tell us a little bit about you and introduce yourself to the listeners and viewers here. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. So some of you might uh, might know about me, but let me start from the beginning. I have been in the in the mainframe market for more than 25 years. I graduated from computer engineering department of one of the universities in Istanbul. And I graduated that second best honor uh, through the whole university uh, faculty and department. And I was a hardworking person in university during those times. And I, I got my first job as an Opera system programmer, BSE system programmer from one of the big banks in Turkey before I was even graduated from the university. So it was nice to have that offer. And then I didn't know what, what uh, the system programmers are doing actually. I, I didn't know actually what the market is doing, although I had my preparation in IBM and Netash, one of the biggest engineering departments in companies in Turkey. So I started working as VSC system programmer uh, and we were, I was lucky that I was dealing with the operating system, network, uh, CICS, we were doing everything, everything related to system administration. So it was really a chance for so me that, to. That sounds like a first, a great first job comes straight yes. out of college straight into a VSC system programmer. I, I yes. mean, that's that's kind of straight in at the deep end. There's no, yes, uh, yes. There's no yes. hiding there. Yes, I was I was very lucky. I was I was lucky with the within the team also and within the job that I got because I had a chance to do network stuff, uh, operating system stuff, CICS stuff. I deal with everything. So it gained mm -hmm. me a lot. And then the the two big banks merged, and then we became the 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 uh, the employee of one of the another biggest banks, IT department. And I I worked there for nearly fifteen years, and mm -hmm. they, they had this US operating system. And during that time, we were also dealing with storage, the operating system, and only network it was uh, distributed, and security was also distributed. And uh, I, I, I work there as, uh, uh, I deal with lots of uh, big projects there. I mean, the first PPRC implementation, the several, uh, the first, uh, first of a kind projects I had to deal with. And then I became the director and the manager of the uh, team in Ishbank. And I built the team from scratch and my team was responsible from ZOS core uh, storage network and security. 
So I had a chance to deal with network and security again. So it was everything separated and then everything again, other than database and uh, Fantastic. So it sounds like straight in out of college into VSC, pretty soon after that, the two banks merge and you're thrown mm -hmm. into do ZOS. It's yes. networking, it's security, it's kicks, it's system programming. Fantastic mm -hmm. sort of first um, 15, 16 years of your career. What was your reaction coming to the mainframe platform kind of straight out of college? Had you played with the mainframe, been involved in the mainframe in college, or was the platform new to you? Yeah, it was it was kind of a, a kind of a story that I that I shared with my uh, with my uh, students in universities. By the way, I, I taught mainframe lessons for four years in Turkey in two universities under the IBM Academic Initiative. Okay. Uh, IBM had an academic initiative program, and they were getting teachers from the real market, the system programmers. Mm -hmm. And they, I, I was lucky that they have chosen me to be the teacher in universities. And I taught uh, two for two years in uh, mainframe lessons. It was credit lesson, so it was a okay. it was a nice to have lesson. It was a great credit lesson. So, did uh, you have me. that experience when you were in college, or was the mainframe no, 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 kind of no, no, new no, to you in the work? Yeah, the work. after after the work, I got the chance to do it. So mm -hmm. I graduated from university. I worked for nearly ten years, and then IBM come up with this. A program and as a, a client uh, system programmer, I went to universities to teach mainframe lessons. So because we didn't have the teach license, there was a real professor, but we were teaching the lessons and then mm -hmm. we were giving the exams and reading the exam notes and those kind of things. And it, the nice part is several of the students that I had were uh, later on my colleagues. They became my colleagues in oh, the fantastic. system department. So it was really nice to have that feeling also. I mean, some of them are right now managers in mainframe departments in Turkey in so several banks. There's a lot of discussion around skills in the mainframe yes. space. Mm -hmm. It's a continual thread. It's probably one of the hot topics, certainly for the, uh, in the discussion around modernization. Mm -hmm. um, I think you've got a unique experience there. You've come through university, you've come straight into the mainframe space. Later mm -hmm. in your career, you've taught mainframe in university. We've not had that many people on the show. We've had Cameron say on the show in the past, mm -hmm. you know, there's others in the academic community that we need to get on the show. But what's your, I'm, I'm really interested to understand what students think about the mainframe when they're being exposed to it for the first time so yeah I, maybe maybe give some exp of your experience of yes, what I, the reaction is i understand the question i'm very glad that i had a chance to see the both client customer environment mm -hmm. what the management uh, is struggling with as a manager I, I had the management skills for 10 years also as a managing the mainframe platform as a system programmer i had the experience as also in universities, I see the, the view of the new students. So, and I was also experiencing while I was, uh, first of all, while I started this job, as I mentioned, I got the offer because I was working hard, but I didn't know anything what the system programs are doing at all. Mm -hmm. 
So during this time, when I was graduated, it was 1996, by the way, during that time, people are all interested in network system administration. Internet was very popular during that time. And they were also, lots of them are interested in programming. And then when I went to the universities, as you can imagine, let me say from this perspective, uh, while you're in the market, mainframe market, they t- you think that everyone knows hers about the mainframe, but it is not the case. In universities, uh, several several people, students are interested in game writing mm-hmm. application. And uh, the right now, the, the popular things and clouds and other stuff or security, right now they are interested in. They never heard about the mainframe platform. And when mm-hmm. I... Yeah, which which is the thing that I experienced myself also, and I told them like this. I mean, did did did, did you ever hear about the uh, uh, advertisement from the yacht or, or or the big luxury boats? You didn't hear about them. It doesn't mean that they don't exist. It doesn't mean that they are not popular actually. So there are lots of unawareness in the universities, and we. We, we tried to solve this issue with IBM and all the volunteers at SHARE, especially. We had lots of conversations mm-hmm. in the closed-door meetings about this, what can be done. I mean, there were books that is that is not mentioning about the mainframe platform. So IBM did lots of things, programs and other stuff, but it is still not enough. Uh, the customers should definitely try to do themselves also. The first thing is, the first thing is, the students doesn't know, but that student also doesn't know about what to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, they need to guide in general. So I didn't, uh, it is, okay, the, the first thing is, okay, they don't hear about it, but it is not the situation that is the real problem. The real issue is the organizations giving importance to the mainframe platform department. As I realized, especially myself also, because I interviewed myself personally, my three people in my previous uh, department also. And when you, and, I, and I had eight people there and I worked with several new students in several other clients. When you see a new student, if, if it is from the computer engineering and electrical engineering, you have no problem on having that person uh, understand the importance of mainframe platform. Mm-hmm. So the issue is not actually having the one person go into the mainframe platform is working, but the important comes in the organization's value to the mainframe platform. Mm-hmm. So if it's because they, they, because the students are brand new, they don't, they don't, they can hardly know what to do. And the ones that they know, if they heard about mainframe, they like to voluntarily, they want to be working on this platform. Mm-hmm. So you can, in other words, you can fill in the gaps of unawareness very easily with the new people. The problem is that the real issue is the organizations, the the executives, the top executives, organizations view to the mainframe platform in general. So uh, when they see some of them, when they see not important uh, or giving importance, not assume there is an executive and saying that, oh, the future is the cloud, the future is the cloud. You can hardly get someone to continue working on the mainframe platform. Yeah. So the, the the issue uh, and and the other thing is uh, this this is I mean so in in other words in general in summary the hardest part is not to get the new people to work in the mainframe. It is something 
it okay it is kind of a challenge but the most important thing is to to show the value of the mainframe for organizations inside the organization that way they will motivate it more because i believe that as a manager and as a system programmer it is the self motivation that makes the people success mm-hmm. i would agree can, with that i yeah. would agree with that so with with payment it is some some part but if you if you have a if you have a system programmer that inside knows that it works for himself herself to make the things better you don't need to guide them a lot to get successful i understand that makes i mean i think it's really interesting the way that i think from all of the experience we've had some students on the show here from all my experiences if you expose the mainframe platform to these students early in their career in a positive way they look at it through fresh eyes they look at it through the lens of this is technology i'm interested in technology i want to understand i'm, I'm curious there's an there's an inherent curiosity i think in students maybe we've had students on you know um we had one of the guys on enzo who's built a mainframe from az114 in his garage you know Mm -hmm. it's still in high school so i think some of these students are, are really curious but as i say as you correctly say i think you've got to show that path to this is a strategic area this is something that's you're going to be able to build an interesting career off and I think, mm-hmm. you know, obviously you've been involved in the academic initiative. IBM's got a role to play there. I know Broadcom's doing some really good work with their Vitality program and many, many others are. But I think it's mm-hmm. on the whole community. And I think you hit on a really interesting point that it's as much the companies that have got mainframes as it is the vendors. So, I mean, let's wind forward a little bit. You've talked about your early career on VSC. You've talked about the work you did um, as the banks merged and you did built ZOS um, teams. Maybe talk us through the next kind of part of that journey. We, I think we jumped ahead a little bit to the university piece, but yes, maybe yes. sort of fill in that gap. It's sort of 15 years into your career now. You're at this bank. Talk, mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about that time in your career. So one of the things I was so interested in, in was implementing the new stuff, new things, new technologies. I was really interested in that. I also was so so lucky that I have some mentors from US IBM, uh, some big people, Bob Rogers and all other. I had a chance to meet with Bernie Pierce while I was writing a red book. I spent my one and a half month in Poughkeepsie. And during that, that time, I had a chance to meet with Bernie Pierce. And I, I had a, I had a chance to meet with some other experts also and LPD and she became my good friend of mine and some some others mine and all all other people. Mm-hmm. So during that time, uh, I, I realized that uh, while talking, I mean, I didn't I didn't do this network just network, but I was so interested, very very passionate about learning the internal software operating system storage on other other subjects i was so interested i was looking at some of the patents also during those times i was reading red books also 
So uh, the curiosity and the focus on getting knowledge uh, makes me become uh, a little bit more successful. And then I can't, I continue to learn more while asking. Mm -hmm. And also while teaching, I learned a little bit more. So uh, because if you, if you, if you are being asked questions, you learn more to deep into details. So uh, the, I, I had a chance to also uh, have uh, the first new technology implementations. And also I had a chance to how to become successful with yourself being the teacher of yourself. So mm -hmm. then I, I started teaching these to my students and also my team, because it, it, whether it, you whether you are a, you're in working in mainframe platform or in other platform, there is I believe that there is a path of uh, being successful. Mm -hmm. So there is a path to to there is also there are also methods to do what you do in a successful way. I mean, I'm not talking about being respected. I'm not talking about it is the real success, how to do things successfully. And also, for example, how to gain 15 years of experience, although you are working actually in 10 years period of time. So it's not the years that you that makes you uh, knowledgeable. It is how you spend your years. And I see also that in, in the projects, there are two, two new guys. They both work in the same project, but one of them is much better than the other because he knows where to look, how to look, and how to gain the knowledge. So I try to use this. <laughs> so, so Meryl, let's wind forward all, all the way to today. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little about the role you're doing today. I think you've got a you've got one of these sort of fantastic backgrounds. You've been in academia. You've been involved mm -hmm. in the operations of one of the big banks. Tell us a little bit about what you're doing today. Right now, I'm guiding the Coding Consultancy in one of the partners of IBM in Turkey. So, uh, the, the, one of the nice things that makes me really happy is Steve. You can you you can, when you look at when you ask questions to IT IT people, there there is always one item that makes them really happy: selling a product or improving the systems or learning new things. I was I was really happy that both uh, implementing and improving the systems and also learning new things and also showing the 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 new. It is also important to learn how to see the effect of the uh, of the new things. That makes me start working on performance management more. And mm -hmm. I, I've been uh, leading the uh, MES performance project at Share for nearly ten years. That 10 years ago, I started, actually 15 years ago, I started digging on the performance knowledge, which is actually uh, makes me learn more, improve more. So, uh, uh, and during, during, during that time, uh, uh, I was mostly dealing with the performance analysis, deep into details and knowledge and other stuff. And uh, it makes me really happy that I have a I have a chance to uh, implement the projects with my team also like data center migration, implementing new items and new stuff, and also I had the chance to measure the benefit. Mm -hmm. It is one of the important gaps in in our market is also 
implementing the features functions, there are lots of things that hasn't been implemented yet. And I believe I, because it makes me sad because I believe that uh, I I know that how my IBMer friends or my vendor other vendors there is not only IBM uh, other vendors uh, friends work hard to implement the new feature. And as a client and as a customer, we need to implement them so that it will we can get benefit in the market. So uh, uh, during that time, I was I was very happy to implement, improve the systems, improve items. Then right now I have a chance to affect not only one client, but many clients because I'm working in the partner vendor side. So right now I'm doing consultancy and trying to help the uh, companies uh, that are having mainframe platform. And I'm very happy to do that job also. So it's... As we start to think about wrapping up here, there's some really interesting things in what you said. I think maybe you're too modest, but I think why you're sought out and why your experience is sought out is because you've been on the forefront of looking at new technology. You talked about your work you do with Chair. You talk about the work you do now advising clients about adopting new technology. I always ask this question. And I think with your background, you've got a fantastic perspective to answer it. Where do you see the mainframe platform? Maybe not next year, but three, five years out. Where do you see the platform evolving to? So it really depends on how the vendors and the customer executives and also the customer system programmers will focus on. It, it mm. really depends on. But right now, I see that with the new system Z announcement, because IBM Z is our infrastructure. If there's no infrastructure, there will be no software on top of it. Yeah. There are lots of vendors around. So IBM is doing good. There are other product companies that they are doing good, Broadcom and other companies. So some of the companies work together hard to know, help the mainframe platform known by more people. But right now, if the, the 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 most important part is we need to guide the clients to implement new features functions that is actually some of them are really old. Mm. So uh, there are customers who doesn't implement the feature functions, although they bought the new system Z hardwares or softwares. So we need to guide them, help them as a market, IT market also. So some some mainframe customers are are I, I mean at IBM Z is with Z16 it is great. So in the in the few years there will be implementing phase of the system Z parts and also some software upgrades. Uh, and uh, mainframe platform is as I see also and also some other vendor uh, executives are seeing that way. It is much more active than any other year previously. So it will be going forward. But the most important problem is the unawareness and misconception throughout the mainframe market. So uh, there are organizations that work hard. There are vendors that work hard to solve this issue. But uh, right, for example, one year ago, there, there, everyone was saying public cloud, public cloud. And now people start to say, oh, uh, this is hybrid cloud is the solution. I mean, public cloud is not the answer to everything. So there are fancy, popular things going, coming in and going. But finally, they, 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 they find the right way to solve the issues. 
if there is no big issue, if there is no big unawares and misconception in the future that will be created, I see that mainframe platform will gain uh, much more attraction than any other year. I would because, agree. I would agree. Yeah, because so, people see, yeah, yeah. Oh, go ahead. So, so as we start to wrap up here, Meryl, I mean, this has been a fantastic conversation. You've got a really interesting perspective. You've built a fantastic career over the years here. One question I always ask, and I'm always interested to ask this question, and I'm particularly interested to ask you, you have the opportunity to go back. There's a time machine in this podcast. You have the opportunity to go back and give some advice to yourself as you're leaving college. What would that advice be? I think it would be uh, find a way to more... Uh... Find the way to attract more people about mainframe platform. Okay. That would be my advice. I mean, I, I would be telling the uh, young Meral that I would be start writing articles, start being volunteering earlier. I mean, I started being volunteer at 2010. Uh, I was doing uh, presentations, but it was only, I mean, few conferences. And yeah. I did write the red book. I was I I, I would be saying Meral to uh, find a way to write more red books. Find a way, uh, write a blog, and start writing your own stuff too. I think that's great blog. advice. I, that's that's, that's probably the advice I would have given to myself actually. So it's fantastic that you say that, Meryl. This has been a fantastic conversation. I know we've been talking about getting this on the calendar for a while. I've really enjoyed chatting. I've enjoyed our conversations out there on LinkedIn and and your support there. So really appreciate you coming on the show. So thank you very much for joining us here. Thank you so much, Steve. It was really nice to chat with you all the time also. Thank you. Fantastic. Well, you've been listening to the I'm a Mainframer podcast. If you like what you hear, please click and subscribe, and we'll see you next time. Thank you very much. Thank you for tuning in to I Am a Mainframer. Liked what you heard? Subscribe to get every episode or watch us online at openmainframeproject.org. Until next time, this is the I Am A Mainframer podcast. Insights for today's mainframe professionals.